My dad cheated on my mom, so I took his house, his savings, his furniture, and ruined his life in the most vicious way possible. Here's how it happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. The background. Growing up, me and my sister had no love towards our father whatsoever. I'm not going to bore you with details, but him being a drinker, hurtful, and aggressive are a few that come to mind. When my sister got accepted into a much better but also further high school than our local school, she moved immediately and rarely visited. We were 10 years apart, so I was 4 years old at that time. I grew up resenting her for leaving me to deal with this BS all by myself, but now I understand and we're on good terms. My local factory was so big that it supported my whole town. Virtually everyone worked there, so everyone knew each other. My parents too. But then it was purchased by the defense ministry and they decided to cut off anyone without at least a high school degree. My mother was let go and this was after she had me for four months. My father, however, made it until retirement and was granted military status. Basically, they gave him an honorable rank so his pension would almost double. But you'd also have to act accordingly because, in terms of speaking, you're military personnel now. My childhood was an absolute nightmare, so needless to say, I turned out to be an absolute mess. Anger management and mental instability are notably the worst and I'm still working on them. When I turned 18, I enlisted. The two major benefits were, number one, it didn't cost money, and number two, I could never come home if I didn't want to. For me, it was a literal highway out of hell. Fast forward three years later, I got an honorable discharge. It turned out I had actual mental problems. Who would have known? I got a boatload of money and even more in the following months when they were able to process my military insurance. I came home to find my town incredibly underwhelming and my father hadn't changed a bit. Not wanting to spend the rest of my life in this hellhole, I took what I could and moved to the city where my sister was living. The last words dear old dad said to me was, you'd never make it. Because apparently, being discharged for a mental illness showed that I was a coward. Also, I think he didn't like that I was tougher than the boy who used to obey every word that I once was and that I'd stood up for myself more in the few weeks I've stayed with him than in my entire first 18 years of my life. I moved to a new environment, took up a blue collar job, I was pretty beefy thanks to the military, and decided to pursue a career in IT, information technology, all while taking care of my mental health. When it all started. Somewhere during this time he got diagnosed with cancer. I was told that it was not dangerous but operations were required. My sister had actually reconciled with him partly because of my mother a few years prior and would occasionally bring my niece home to visit them. She was quite successful so she decided to pay for the whole thing. Operations, treatments, hospitals, recoveries, it was all hers. She paid for this whole thing while moving into a new house and buying her first car. Those things are very expensive in my country. My father had a huge bank account because of his pension, but he didn't have to pay a single penny. After a year or so, he's on recovery and all in all, things were good. During this time, I was struggling with working, studying, living paycheck to paycheck and had to rely on a social program to get my treatment for my illness. So I visited him every operation, though it wasn't anything tearful. If he didn't poke me, I was fine. After nearly a year of staying in my sister's house, he and my mother headed home after his doctor gave him a go. At that time, I was looking for a new job because the current job was horrible and it made my mental health actually worse. I was lucky to find one where most of my skills were transferred and I had enough time to finish my studying. One day my mother called me in tears and asked me to come home that weekend. She told me that my father had been seeing someone else. Now I must admit, I wouldn't put anything past this man, but then I thought she was paranoid. She still is, up till this day, about everything. And I resented the thought of going home on a four hour trip just for something that is utterly unimportant. So I calmed her down and I swept it under the rug. Fast forward a few 
months, I get another call, this time from my sister. She came to visit that week with my niece to inform them that she was three months pregnant. What was supposed to be a happy union turned into an absolute mess. Apparently, when my father left his phone unattended for a few minutes, his mistress sent him a very spicy picture of herself and my mom saw it pop up. Needless to say, all hell broke loose. My sister said that was the first in many years she saw my mother scream bloody murder at my father and when he tried to strike her, my adult sister threw herself in between, which prompted her husband to throw himself in between because, you know, she is three months pregnant. It all ended in a very teary trip back to our city after hours of hurling insults at each other. The only good thing that came out of it was my mother somehow was able to bring his phone with her. We convinced my mother to get a divorce, but she's the submissive housewife who thought divorces were worse than boiling live puppies and I think back then she's still somewhat hoping that he'd turn around. They must have been together for almost 35 years at that point so I figured something must have been there. She didn't want it so we dropped it and decided to cut him out for good. Lo and behold, half a year after the incident, my father's side of the family started to contact me. I have a strict no-call policy where the only people allowed to call me outside of work hours are my mother, my sister, her husband, three of my best friends, and only recently my boyfriend. So to my bamboozlement, my father, his sister, my aunts, his mother all called me within a day. They suddenly acted so nice and convinced me to come visit them. Obviously, that was all a ruse. After the incident, my father's side all blamed my mother and said she should have kept it a secret and not made a mess for the family's sake. They also disavowed me and my sister because we were, quote, ungrateful brats after we did not accept their ultimate argument of, he's your father after all. Out of morbid curiosity, I ventured back alone to see what it was all about. It turns out they wanted to sell his house. It was on my grandmother's land. And back when he was about to undergo his first operation, we didn't know how it turned out, so we transferred the house to my name because apparently inheriting a dead person's estate in my county is a living nightmare. Out of convenience, we convinced my grandmother to give me the land as well since she was very old at the time, 80. This was back when we were on good terms. I knew for sure they would rather gouge their eyes out than follow up with any of that if it happened a year later. I smelled something in the air. I couldn't place what it was, but I knew that it was there. So I told them, nicely, that I would think about it and went back immediately faking an emergency. A plan formed when I was driving back and that's the first time I've been so pleased about anything that I actually cracked a smile. I went to my sister's immediately. My mom had been staying with her and laid out a plan. After a year of living in the city, city, my mom was much more open-minded and it only took a few moments to convince her to agree with the plan. That brings us to the plan. My sister contacted a lawyer and asked what her options were. Because both the house and the land were in my name, they had no claim to them and any paper that didn't have my signature on it would be considered useless under the law. They could try and claim it was rented out, but then they'd have to move far away in hopes that I'd never be able to locate them and I knew it would be too much trouble for a couple of old folks. They could claim that it's his life achievements, but because he and my mother never divorced, it's technically half hers as well. This is when I came up with an idea. I asked the lawyer, what if my mother filed for divorce? He said it's highly unlikely the court would reward my mother's full claim unless we could prove that he was unfaithful before the separation. To his surprise, I could. Remember the phone that my mother brought back from that day? It was smashed during the fighting, but generally still in one piece. She asked me to throw it away a few days after, but I was too lazy to 
do so and just brought it back to my place and threw it into the loft. Suffice it to say, it provided us with more than enough proof of his indecency, the execution. After weighing our options, I called to inform my father that I would come home the next month to make an announcement. He was eager to hear it. Upon my arrival, they were so nice and sweet and whatnot, but after I introduced my lawyer, it's like they flipped a switch and suddenly became vile and violent. I presented him with two options. Either, number one, relinquish any claim to the house, or number two, be served with a lawsuit. In my country, marital violations are six-month probation minimum and up to two years in prison. After a lot of screaming and name-calling, feed-stomping and tantrums, he kicked us out. So, naturally, I assumed he chose the latter. At the first hearing, my mom, me, and my lawyer were present. It turned out to be another screaming contest in which he made up all kinds of lies about my mother. At some point, my lawyer leaned in to tell me that if the officer didn't stop his rantings, it's likely they were buddies and asked me to let him handle things. The officer told us that this case wasn't a priority. It would take months to process. We wouldn't like the paperwork and it's best to settle this outside of court. My lawyer politely declined and told my father to expect another hearing soon under much less friendly circumstances. He tried one more tactic in between, which was calling all the relatives and telling them how my mother was a B and I was an ungrateful brat in hope of creating some kind of pressure on us. Very few of them took his side and even if all of them did, I would have never let him go that easy. In the second hearing, he finally cracked and agreed to my terms to relinquish any claim he might have to the house and divorcing my mom. Basically, the only person who has any claim to the house now is my mother. I agreed to let him keep living in it for the rest of his life though, but not anyone else, aka his mistress whom he was basically living with. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That brings us to the revenge. This was where my work started. First, my sister gathered all the receipts from all the medical buildings she has paid for his treatment. A few of them were missing, but we were able to put up a huge folder. I was also shocked to learn how expensive cancer treatment could be. Not a fan. When we had a general sum of the money, we billed him for it. This is very unethical in my country since children are expected 
to take care of their parents, but we threw that out the window a long time ago. We also knew it was not a criminal case, so we just went to small claims courts and sent in bailiffs to collect, which was just this lady. She went with an I don't care what your excuse is attitude, and when he failed to comply, she sent in the thugs, I mean the police, to start seizing assets. So goodbye to wooden furniture, a 27-inch smart TV, a fridge, and a reclining massage chair. All were bought by my sister as well. He had to pay out of his pocket because that lady insisted they continue seizing whatever he bought until she saw the money. Although the final amount was halved, my mother under the eyes of the law shared half of that for some reason, it still cost him 70% of his savings. Of course, this wasn't about the money. We were just petty. We told the moving company they could do whatever they wanted with the furniture. Looking back, I should have taken the recliner because my back hurts, even though I'm only in my late 20s. After that was done, I contacted the local factory to file a report. Remember the sweet pension he got with the condition that he behaved accordingly? Well, clearly someone had been a bad boy. They let him go with it, even though it was a small town and everyone knew everything because nobody ever filed a report. But that's not the case anymore. I gave them a very detailed folder with pictures from his phone. To say that they were adult in nature was an understatement. They immediately set up a hearing and he was stripped of his rank, making his pension down to just over half of the original amount. I know this because old folks gossip like their lives depend on it and my mother is not excluded. She was very happy hearing about that. It's all she talked about for a month. I was about to be done here, but a week later, my sister called to tell me that my aunt came to her door to berate her and her children. My sister was working from home. My mom also lived there, but had gone out for some reason. My sister just called security to kick her out and warn me that she could go for me next. I was seeing blood, not because of some lame Karen that could cause me inconveniences at most, but because she was screaming at my niece and my nephew. As a gay man, I know full well the bloodline ends with me, so I put all of my love into those little guys to the point that if I had been there, I would have bitten her head off. So I dug a little and found out that my aunt was knee deep in debt. She was hoping she could leech some money off of my father, if not from the money he made selling the house, then from his big bank account. Since neither of those were available anymore, she was very angry and she thought that she could lay it on my sister. You want to know what a man can do with determination and raging hatred? I never set up an online social presence, mainly because up until my 18th birthday, I was too poor to have a phone. And then the military taught me that it wasn't needed. But for this special occasion, I made an exception. I created a Facebook account and befriended her. I didn't even have to pretend to be anyone since old people apparently accept friend requests from anyone. She had this vibe where she'd show off her money and vacations and her items like a wealthy person does. From my mother and her trusty gossip circle, I knew that she always told whoever she owed money to that she was struggling. So I figured she must be blocking them. The next part was easy. I just had to sell all of her selfies to everyone that she owed money to. I didn't have to declare it myself since I was literally on a throwaway account. So it's just a really long line of messages that showed my aunt spending her money lavishly. For the next few months, she was threatened, not with legal actions like I did, but with much more sinister actions. She would have thugs, not the police, throw gifts at her door, like paint, fish sauce, and sometimes literal poop. My mother also told me this, of course. She finally figured out what I was going to do when I told her to find me a list of all the people she owed money to. That was just the revenge. This is where the pro-revenge starts. As much as I want to take credit for this, the idea wasn't mine. And forgive me for having to lay down a little more background for the pro-revenge. My father's side of the family is very traditional, where you would have one person acting as the head of the family, deciding things that matter. This was way before the war, so obviously they don't do 
such things anymore. But the head of the family still has a certain voice. And there's this once in a year ceremony where we gather to pay tribute to our ancestors. During the ceremony, the head of the family will give a speech, then some announcements like who died, who got married, who gave birth, etc, etc. Then there will be a celebratory party where we basically get completely sloshed. My great-grandfather was the head. He had three sons and two of them died during the war. So my grandfather took the mantle, then my father, and eventually me. This whole side of the family is in another town that's like three hours away from our town, mainly because my grandfather didn't expect to be the head. So he moved out seeking opportunities. I found these gatherings redundant and unnecessary. But that year, I was actually looking forward to it. My father tried to keep the actual date hidden. It wasn't fixed, but generally somewhere in June. But he seriously underestimated my mother. She doesn't have a gossip circle. She has an infinite number of them. So my mother, me, and my sister's family all head back for it. The trip was 14 hours in total, but the end result was worth it. We timed it so that we would come two days earlier than my father, again, thanks to her gossip circle. This side of the family had never heard the full story before, only the version that my father gave them, which was that he and my mother left in good faith. I actually gave my father some credit for not bad-mouthing my mom. After weighing all the pros and cons, we decided to let my mother loose, and she is exceptional when it comes to relaying details about her personal tragedies. I kid you not, if I had posted her story word for word, by this time next week, there would be a global justice for my mom movement. It took just one day for everyone to know what a jerk my father had been. The look on his face when we arrived with my aunt and grandmother and saw my family already there was priceless. He got the stink eye from everyone for the rest of the day. Nobody would initiate conversation with him, so he was just sitting there like a sad dog. Now, I know what they said about dead horses, but this idea was brilliant not to follow through with. My uncle, let's call him Oliver, came up with this. In the hierarchy, he is equal to my father. And in the event that my branch doesn't have a male successor, 100% what's going to happen, his branch will be the head of the family. He told me that I should take up the mantle. It was very sudden. I didn't have a speech ready. My father was supposed to do that, but Oliver told me I could just say whatever I wanted because nobody really paid attention to that thing anyway. All of the elders were okay with it. The speech wasn't even the best thing. At the celebratory party, people will be assigned tables based on the family tree. Heads of each branch will sit together, their children sit together, the elders sit together, so on and so forth. Because I was elevated to the head of my branch, I would be sitting at the big boy table. My father didn't even get to sit at the table because miraculously it was full, even though I could have sworn there weren't 20 of us and each table can sit up to 10. He had to sit at the regular table with my aunt and a bunch of nasty widows who didn't hold back on their snarky comments. I don't think he'll ever come back to one of those anytime soon. The aftermath. My father is now just a miserable old man. His mistress left him because surprisingly she was after his money. He's living in our old house with next to nothing. His retirement money, though half, was good enough for him to live with. Last I heard, his cancer has come back and obviously this time my sister won't be paying for it anymore. He tried to initiate contact with my mother, trying to make amends. We had to block his number and his profile on my mother's account because she actually considered it. She has her soft sides. My aunt has to sell her house to pay for all the debt or else they just continue harassing her. She now lives in a small house she bought with the rest of the money. I felt bad for her husband because he's actually chill and quite nice, but he's not the most decisive and therefore doesn't really confront her. I hope he's doing better. I have no empathy for her one and only son though. Let's just say the apple doesn't even fall from the tree. How do I know all of this? My mother's gossip circle. I left my grandmother out of this because she's very old. She's not demented in any way. She's perfectly sane, but she loved her son too much to admit that he's in the wrong. 
wrong. Also, she was very nice and sweet to me growing up. A lot of my good memories are with her. I'm sad she doesn't see my mother the same. I also stopped talking to her and would only visit her during Lunar New Year. She's lived in the small house that she and my grandfather built on the land that's now in my name. When she and my father are dead, I will carry out her wish to build an altar for her and my grandfather. Whether or not my father will be included is still up for debate. So am I the jerk for taking my father's house, his savings, his furniture, and destroying his life circle because he cheated on my mother? This revenge was wild. It pretty much borders on nuclear revenge at this point. There's a little more information from the OP saying, yes, I am Vietnamese. Infidelity is definitely a crime here. In fact, it's the first time I've heard that it's not a crime somewhere else. So thanks for this newfound knowledge. Also, clearly this wasn't spur of the moment. I have thought about it and what we should do if things turn out messy, but nothing concrete because of my mother's disapproval. We didn't just wake up and decide to scorch the earth. Just like the OP wasn't aware this wasn't the case in other countries, I didn't know that this was the case in Vietnam. Basically, the OP ruined their entire plans to just live the good life on the backs of everyone else. Going all the way back to the beginning when the mom called the OP asking to come back home that weekend and telling the OP that the father had been seeing someone else, the OP just thought that she was paranoid. But I wonder how this whole thing would have played out if he had gone home at that time instead of waiting a few months later when the mom saw the picture pop up on the dad's phone. And I also wonder if the dad actually thought that he had true love with the mistress and then was basically smacked in the face when during the aftermath she ended up leaving him because he had no money anymore. He was living in the old house that she couldn't live in. His retirement money was halved and I guess she just wasn't interested at that point. So some people think that this revenge was going way too far, basically ruining the man's life. And other people think that this wasn't far enough. But how do you see this? Was it justified or not? Jerk or not a jerk and why? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you guys next time.